We probably have a lot of things that we need to talk about on this Friday, so uh, TGIF to everyone out there, you are watching and listening to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, home of freedom all around the world. We talk about Second Amendment stuff, uh, I don't know, whatever the hell we want to. How would you how would you classify us there, Edgar? Yeah, it's it's kind of harder to keep it all on one subject, but you guys yeah. are a a two A freedom podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's the predominant thing that we talk about here. But we just talk about uh, freedom stuff, you know, man and woman stuff. That that kind of thing is what we get into here. So um, I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list there. Really important. Lots of good ways to keep in touch with us. There's deals on there that Lola shares. If you want to find out what alternate platforms are on, you could look under the Strangeaholics tab. I also want to remind everyone to go uh, get signed up with U.S. Law Shield. We do have in the description, this is the book I got from U.S. Law Shield about uh, the Florida gun laws. I mean, look at how thick that is. That is shameful. You know, shouldn't even really be that thick. But check out uh, U.S. Law Shield. Get signed up with them through our link. You can save some money. Uh, you can also help us get a couple of shekels to keep all of this going. I do appreciate that. Big shout out to Franklin Armory right down there for supporting us. Let me throw Edgar here into the monitor and I will start the festivities right now. Welcome back. To the Hank Strange All right, situation. so like I said, make sure Life you guys subscribe, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Ding a ling a ling, the bell is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I think there's a Shabarank song that goes like that. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember what was it. Uh, I think it's ding a ling a ling, school bell a ring, <laughs> fight for 45, <laughs> something like that. Uh, so anyway. We we are live. We are live. Let's do the jazz hands. Let's get that going. Come on, Edgar. Uh, am I frozen? Uh, yeah, a little bit. What's going on with your internet today, man? I don't know. I don't know. I got white people internet too, so I don't know what oh. the hell's going on. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Is the, we got the like the, the four hundred megs up what? in here? So yeah, oh. so I don't know why it's yeah. Somebody's tapped into out. your line, man. Somebody. Somebody's tapped into the line over there. You might want to <laughs> investigate into that. Um, I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 762. 762. 762. Um, Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, ATF changing definition of frame or receiver. Of course, with Edgar and Tion <laughs> of uh, Guns for Everyone. Right? Got that right, I hope. Guns for Everyone, yeah. There you go, Edgar. Uh, it's always good to see you, man. Welcome back on this Friday. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. What you been up to? Uh, nothing. Uh, just trying to do the two-way thing and, and like always trying to piss people off. Um, mm -hmm. So same, same old thing. Yeah. Well, you know... Um you know, do what you do best. You know? <laughs> That's the only, what can I say to that? You know, what can I say to that? Do what you do best, man. You know, um, I don't think you have to do much to make people mad. No, absolutely not. I think usually when people see my name, they, they already know it's going to be guy, pretty, like, uh, that, yeah, guy. It's that guy again. That guy, yeah. Uh, I see uh, Letitia out there says waiting patiently. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah shout out to uh that's wifey yeah it is my wife yeah yeah 
Absolutely. Shout out to her. Do we ever see her on the show? She's not allowed to be shown. Oh, she could be shown. I think it's just oh, okay. she's just a little more shy, a little more reserved. Oh, I, I make oh. up for that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're the only one who causes uh, trouble around there. Uh, publicly, anyways. Publicly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So listen, let's. There's a whole bunch of different things going on. I obviously did mention this thing going on with the ATF. It's kind of breaking right now. So. We haven't had the time to read through all this stuff. We, we'll probably read through it with you guys and um, talk about that. I know, Edgar, you haven't had um, a chance to read through it either because all of this is coming out, for me at least. Um, I've been busy all day doing different things, yeah. and then I realized maybe like half an hour, an hour ago that all this stuff was out. I think Babyface P uh, reminded me of that, and I'm pretty sure John Crump was on live talking about this as well. Correct. So yeah, and and for me, it just they they word in such a way. English is my second language, so they don't make it very ESL friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, this is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, Letitia says she's your backup. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, yeah, English is my first language, and I you know not saying I speak that that well. Right, but I still don't understand this nonsense. Right, it's correct. A, there is a lot of, there is a lot of double speak, so far as I'm concerned. In there, a lot of things meant to confuse people for you to try to figure yeah. out to dig through it. There is a commentary period that's open on this. Let me see if I could. Um, let's see if we could just share this with people out there. Let's start with that. Um, let's see. I'll I'll scroll back up to the top of this and just show everyone what this looks like here. Um, so this is the, this is the PDF from them. So it says, please note that this is the text of the proposed rule as signed by the attorney general, but the official version of the proposed rule will be published in the federal register. So it goes through a whole thing, uh, BATF, um, all of that action, notice of proposed rulemaking request for comment summary. So uh, maybe we should just start with the summary. It says, Department of Justice proposes amending Bureau of blah, 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 ATF regulations to provide new regulatory definitions of firearm frame or receiver, quote unquote, and frame or receiver, quote unquote. What, what the hell? Firearm frame or receiver and frame or receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is there two different versions of that? Because um, it's the ATF, it's government, man. Yeah, and it says because the current regulations fail to capture the meaning of those terms, <laughs> 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 the department the department also proposes amending ATF's definitions of firearm, quote unquote, and gunsmith, quote unquote, <laughs> to clarify the meaning of those terms and to provide definitions of terms such as quote unquote complete weapon or complete muffler or silencer device, privately made firearm, and readily. These are all in quotes. For the purpose of clarity given advancement in firearms technology, further, the department proposes amendments to ATF regulations on making, uh, on marking, excuse me, and record keeping that are necessary to implement these new amended definitions. And then it goes on to talk about the dates here. Uh, written comments must be postmarked. And electronic comments must be submitted on or before insert date 90 days after date of publication, blah, blah, blah. So we'll just start there. Um, I don't know. That's obviously just the introduction. So I'm sure you guys are reading it 
out there. Edgar, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, we know what the attack is, right? We, we understand that they're trying to get rid of um, DIY guns, 3D printing. Um, they're, they're, that's really their, their, their aim is they're not liking P80s uh, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's dumb. It's another one of these things is just the ATF being the ATF. Um, and we were kind of expecting this, so it's, yeah. it's not too, too crazy. We were, we were waiting for this. Yeah, right. So for sure, um, you know, we expected this. I think we've been talking about this for a little while. Um, the Biden administration, it, um, they've been, um, uh, what could we say foreshadowing this for a while. Right. You know, and definitely Biden came out and said, oh, OK, I'm going to push for this. I'm going to push for that. So none of it is unexpected. You're right about that. Um, let me let me just let me do a couple of uh, housekeeping things here for everyone who's out there. Smash the thumbs ups. That helps us with the algorithm. You know, um, it's it's kind of tough here because it seems like we're getting ghosted and ghosted. We're ghosted on top of ghosted. Yeah, if that's possible. So for everyone who is watching us. Uh, smash that smash those if you guys had a chance to read this um, if you have it let me see if I could just can I copy this let me see if I can copy this uh, let me see if I can how can I do this here da, da, da. okay maybe I need to go um, yeah I'm trying to figure out exactly how I could copy a link of this and send it to you guys here which I cannot okay hold on now let's see here we go it's pretty tough on youtube yeah um i'll just put it let's see i think i could put this in the chat so that's if you want to download the the pdf you all you guys can go there and check that out um okay so i'm while i'm waiting for everyone to come in with their with their uh opinions on this thing you know i think my my thing about all of this is why do they need to amend things that have been laid out for a long time? You know? Yeah. But that, they, that's kind of what, what the, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that's kind of what the ATF does. That's kind of what the government does though is mm-hmm. they 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 find the 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 stuff that is already laid out that's pretty obvious and they try and complicate it even more because it's easier to penalize you if you do get in trouble it's, it's easier to go into p80 and and say you were breaking the law when here's the rules and yeah you need 13 attorneys to understand what the rules are yeah so and, and all of a sudden like the ghost guns become the culprit without us seeing any actual data that uh, clarifies right. why why right. are the ghost guns a problem right. you know why is this all of a, a sudden a problem and then beyond that why would like who would actually care about this why would people who are criminals you know or people who don't care about the rest of society and decide they're going to go out there and try to destroy as many people as possible why would they give a damn and and i think this is the problem that you have when you you have people who don't understand the industry don't understand the subject that they're making rules for Mm -hmm. um this is what you get is Mm -hmm. is people who are making rules that they just don't understand it. I can, to a degree, and this is the controversial statement, right? This is the unpopular statement. This is the mm-hmm. the soundbite everybody gets. But I mm-hmm. could I could take somebody seriously if they knew what the fuck they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can have a debate. We can have a real debate. But when you have idiots that have absolutely no clue what a gun is and 
and what it does and how it operates and, and calls it silly things like ghost guns and, and, and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then you can't even take it seriously. It's hard to take serious because um, it's it, it's dumb. I mean, it's it's a piece of material. It's it's not even a gun, really. You can't even call it an eighty percent lower because it's it's just an object right now. It's yeah. I mean, it's a piece of it's it, depending on what uh, materials it's made out of. Um, it's a piece of metal. What now? My thing is go. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it's a it's a piece of metal, piece of plastic until someone decides to make it into something but what is it going to matter like the genie is already out of the bottle on firearms right right yeah. it's way past out of the bottle on weapons i mean we've got people you could create so much damage with so many things that exist just you know in everyday life so what does it matter how is this going to stop someone if someone creates um this uh evil ghost gun and then goes out there and does something bad who are we charging? Uh, who are we charging with things? Who are we going to punish because this person Correct. did this thing? And what difference Correct. is it going to make? Correct. And the answer is none, right? Like mm-hmm. that—that's the real answer. It's not going to change anything. And I think the 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 gun community does a horrendous job at counterattacking. So what we do is we'll take their words. So now we use ghost gun. And now we made ghost gun a popular term along with the anti-gunners. And mm-hmm. we just continue saying ghost gun, ghost gun, ghost gun, mm-hmm. ghost gun. Mm-hmm. We did that with assault weapons, right? Every, mm-hmm. every They started saying assault weapons. And now mm-hmm. I hear a lot of gun owners calling it an assault weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we almost kind of fall into the trap of the war of words. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of ride with it and then... Mm-hmm. 10 years down the line, we call it what they wanted us to believe it was, mm-hmm. and we fall into that trap. So I, I think we, we got to do a better job at not falling for that trap as well, because here here we are. When did Ghost Gun become a term? Like four yeah. years ago? Well, um, um, yeah, I mean, it's not really been that long. But the thing is, is if we like how many words can we really parse? I do understand <laughs> where you're coming from, but yeah. how many words can we really parse? And what does it really matter? It's just language after all. And if we're putting things on it, it doesn't matter if we if they call it a ghost gun and we just call it an 80 percent. They don't like the idea of an 80 percent, you know, and we continue to call it 80 percent like, you know, a rose by any, any, any other name. It's still the same thing. Um, I do agree with you that they're putting these bad bad names on things in order to do something. But it, but if we get caught up in that, it doesn't change the overall thing. Like what's going on here is there's a Second Amendment. There either is yeah. or there isn't. This is one of the this is one of the things I think a lot of Americans should ask the politicians that represent them: yeah. Is there a Second Amendment or not? <laughs> Correct. This is what so I want. You to and know. I is understand cons- that though. Is there a Constitution or not? Go ahead. Yeah, you and I understand that, mm-hmm. and, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the, the general public that doesn't give a shit about guns one way or another that is going to vote mm-hmm. based off of what the optics are on CNN or Fox News or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they're the ones that are listening to these words. So to them it matters. To you and I it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand we, we're we're trying to reach the people that – are voting these people in yeah and that, that's where it matters yeah and this is and this is why i would say to those people to not just the folks who listen to us every day and we're all basically on the same wavelengths and stuff like that right we're all not too far off from each other 
But just yeah. ask yourselves, people of America, do we have a constitution or not? Do we have the right to defend ourselves or not? Okay? Mm -hmm. And if we have the right to defend ourselves, are there limits on that or not? <laughs> right? There should right. be no limits on that. That's what shall not be infringed. That's the definition of that. So, to me, this is the answer. We do have a constitution. We do have the Second Amendment. However, we, we don't have it if we get lost in all these things and we allow these people to just keep changing the rules whenever it's convenient to them because they cannot solve the problem. Okay, and they want to keep rationalizing their existence. I'm talking about the government. I'm talking about yeah. politicians. They want to rationalize their existence to us, so they keep doing this nonsense, right? And that's what we're that's what we're looking at here. Now we're looking at these guys. What they want to do is take everything and make it into a firearm. Oh, can you make this thing into a gun? Oh, okay. It doesn't matter if it's. Um, you know, it's it's just a just a, a stamp piece of metal or whatever. That's a gun now. Anything that goes into that's a gun. We want everything serialized. So, um, go ahead. Am I? Yeah. No, no, you're you're good. Um, so, but that's that's kind of the thing that that mm -hmm. that gets us into to trouble. So mm -hmm. many many that listen mm -hmm. already understand that I'm an anarchist. So I'm I'm just playing the the status game. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing the the interwebs mm -hmm. game right mm -hmm. now because mm -hmm. uh, that's the game where, yeah. where we're at, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, right. The problem is with all of that stuff is you have, I think Biden said something stupid like a 30-minute gun or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and almost instantly the gun community is all like, oh, well, I'll take you up on that challenge. I can make mm -hmm. a gun in 30 minutes. And, and it's probably true. Like I've seen people with mm -hmm. the P80 make a gun in, in, in 30 minutes mm -hmm. and we'll post it and we say, yeah, we can make it in 30 minutes. And then now you're giving the, the ATF that idea like oh, I can make it in 30 minutes. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If yeah, it takes me a week to make it. Doesn't matter. I could do it doesn't in two matter. seconds. It doesn't what the, what's gives the a, Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. gives a shit? Like, yeah. if it takes me a week, I still made it and it's still legal. And it, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be, uh, like, there shouldn't be a time limit on that. And I see the gun mm -hmm. community almost kind of falling into that trap where, like, oh, well, I can make them 30 and almost playing chicken with the ATF to, like, uh, to regulate the, the time requirement. Mm -hmm. And the, the reality is I don't give a shit if it takes me a month, 30 seconds. I should be able to go home, make my gun out of soda cans if I want to, and um, be zero regulations in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Look, I, the reason why I'm getting into that is that before we get into all of this and try to, like, you know, weed through the the minutia of, of this thing, I, I mean, honestly, I was looking forward to a conversation with you about whatever, and to me, that's always fun. Like, I don't really know what we're going to talk about. So I was like, oh, it's going to be cool. Yeah. When are we going to talk? And then some, some crap like this comes up, right? <laughs> the, the whole thing about it is that it's all ridiculous. At the end of the day, they want right. to make everything impossible for you to get your hands on it. Right? Correct. They want to control everything. The government wants you when, to, to, to ask them at night if you could go to sleep. When you wake up, right. hey, can I wake up now? All right, what can I do? When do I need to put my mask on, take my mask off? Do I need to walk right. with my vaccine passport? They want right. you to ask them for everything. They want you to be a slave to them. Now, Correct. how can they do that? Okay, how can they do that? By, by, um, by 
in in this case of what we're talking here is making you into a criminal and this is why i was mentioning like criminals don't care so they're saying there's people out there doing bad things we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna cure this epidemic here and we're gonna do this by going after these bad evil people who are doing things illegally and this is not this is not the issue like the criminals don't give a crap they're not going to follow this so now that means it's for the rest of us in society right. that work hard we want to have things we want to follow the laws we don't want to wind up in jail we don't want to be slaves to these people any more than we have to so that's why all this crazy minutia that you can't understand that they could keep changing and adapting to and in the beginning of that they're saying they have to define something that they already they already defined and they messed up, Correct. so now they're going to lock it all in and, and put a blanket over everything. Correct. And, and it goes back to the this idea of gun control being racist, right? This is going to hurt mm -hmm. uh, the brown communities a lot more, and, and that mm -hmm. that's statistically proven mm -hmm. already. There's a lot of people in, in, in the Mexican community, I know at least, Mm -hmm. uh, firsthand that are big into 80% mm -hmm. guns, uh, quote-unquote 80% guns, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. um, huge. Mm -hmm. So you already have a sect of the population that is kind of waking up to this idea that I can make a gun at the house. And from from my little sample pool, right, I instruct about 20,000 students a, a year, mm -hmm. um, which is, is, is a huge population. And mm -hmm. a lot more Mexicans are coming out and saying, like, oh, I like to make my own guns at my, my house. Mm -hmm. So coincidence or not, you're like a, you're um, like a, a modern day Mexican freedom fighter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and coincidence or not. But I mean, this is going to affect those people a lot more than it is going to affect uh, the people in the burbs um, just because of knowledge in, in general, just because of uh, of the way it's 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 gone throughout the the decades and, and centuries mm -hmm. so i mean you have that small element to, as well mm -hmm. uh with all of this shit yeah let's go let's try to dive back into this craziness <laughs> bear with me edgar my apologies yeah. in advance for this guy oh, i'm trying to kill this because it's like i feel like you know i, I you know like when there's a a fly you can't kill i just i just murderized that did you murder it? Oh nice. yeah, he dead. <laughs> you know, he he uh, he's dead, dead. All right, so <laughs> if he comes back to life, then that's a that's a ghost fly. Okay, I know. I just played into it. I know. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so listen. Was that a bump bump that you just there did? You go. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go on. Um, so let's go through this. They give instructions. It looks like. On how you're going to do this and then here's the background the attorney general is responsible for enforcing the gun control act of 1968 and as amended the national firearms act of 1934 oh lord okay we'll go through that um so let's see what it says here um prior... i'm seeing in the firearms parts kit mm -hmm. I, I think we're reading kind of the same thing just in different places mm-hmm well, what's kind of confusing is says the proposed rule explains that when partially complete frame or receiver kit has reached a stage in manufacture where it may readily be completed, assembled, converted, or restored into a functional state, mm -hmm. it is a frame. Like, what does that mean? It's so vague that it just, 
you're not really defining anything. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different things here. Just for me reading through it initially, um, and I always, I, I, I would prefer to have time to dig through things like this and figure out right. what they mean. So you guys are going to see a little bit of our process here. Um, but just from looking at it initially, the reason why they want to change the definition of gunsmiths, they're saying, is because they want, like, if you do this, you're going to have to go to a gunsmith and get it serialized or some. There's some kind of thing going on here that they want. So that when you're, if you, if you take something and start manufacturing it, in their, in their opinion, into a firearm, they want you to go get it serialized, Right. And any of these things being made by companies, they want it serialized. I think one of the things is they want to be able to go after companies because if a company doesn't technically make firearms, right, they don't have to have the licenses to make firearms, and therefore right. the ATF can't go after them. This is one of the issues that happened with the pistol braces where the companies, some of the companies out there, not all of them, but some of those companies out there, um, they, the ATF really couldn't go after them. Because they're not, they're not manufacturing firearms technically, and and that's the truth, right? What are they making? They're making a right. stock that goes on a firearm. It's an accessory for a firearm. So now they want to be able to say, oh no no no, that's not an accessory. That's a firearm. And if you're not serializing it, we could come after you. And then when we say, well, what if the person has a right at their home to make a firearm? They're saying, well, you could go to a gunsmith. Or you could become a gunsmith, or we could give some kind of licensing to a gunsmith so you could go serialize it. Still, my question to you is, how does that solve anything? Because a person wanting to do bad things doesn't give a crap about that. Yeah. So all yeah. you're doing is just finding another reason to put people through more paperwork and more background checks and to get on more lists, you know. And the obvious question to the gun community is at, at what point do, and, and it's, a, it's a dicey one, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but at what point do we stop caring? At what point do we stop saying, listen, we, we've already paid attention too much. We've already given too much. Um, mm -hmm. So it's that fine balance of mm -hmm. wanting to work within the system, which I, me as an anarchist don't understand in any way, shape or form. Somebody who, who appreciates real freedom. Mm -hmm. um, I don't understand this idea of, well, we, we got to play by the rules. Um, but that's the society we're in, right? Like, I've already lost that. Yeah. Um, so at what yeah. point does the, the gun community say, like, no, nah, like, that, that's cute, but we're going to mm -hmm. continue this way because they can't put us all in jail. Yeah. So now before, let me, before I go back in, let me cover something here quickly that I see. Like, you said mm -hmm. it, and then Brian Quick is responding to you. So maybe we can deal with that here in a second. If anyone's watching us here, you guys are enjoying this, smash the thumbs ups. Let us know, actually, in the comments right now what you think about this. I'm going to throw it up here on the screen. Brian Quick says, I think constantly saying gun control is racist should be abandoned by pro-2A community. The anti-gun left doesn't care about being called racist. Uh, low info voters vote for them anyway. That's his point. Um, so I just uh, I would uh, in, um, invite everyone out there right now to comment on that and uh, and see what you think about it. Um, and meanwhile, it looks like we have John Crump joining us also. Nope. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dial uh, Crumpy in here as well. Hey Crump. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming in here. Um, yeah, no problem. No problem at all. I appreciate it. I know you're a busy man, you know. You're, you know, superstar. 
Uh, no, I'm not a superstar, but I'm definitely busy tonight. Yes, I know. You're, you're a superstar in our <laughs> world, man. You're a superstar to us, you know? Uh, so we appreciate you taking the time. Um, so anyway, just real quick, let's get in. Let's get on this thing of what Brian Quick is saying about that we're wrong when we say gun control is racist or we should stop saying that. I don't know if he's saying we're wrong. He says that they just don't care. Yeah, I, I I don't think he's wrong, right? Like I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with with that statement in in the sense that liberals, especially white liberals, have embraced being racist and are pretty blatant about that shit in the way they treat us. I mean, they have a president who said Mexicans and black people don't know how to use fucking computers and the internet. Yeah. So we're not we're not cool intelligent enough to have ID. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So so I think I think that's his point is that like they've already proven. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I get it. But the fact still is that a lot of gun control stems from racist tactics. Yeah. So and that's a fact. Yeah. My opinion is I'm not taking anything out of my arsenal. Um, so I and I think it's a, we're, we're talking about a fact whether they care, they don't care. I think it's important, like for me, and obviously, you know, um, like you said earlier, you're talking to a lot of Latinos, uh, training people, getting people involved here. When I'm out and I talk to people about guns and the Second Amendment, a lot of people who look just like I do, I have that conversation with them. So what other right. people feel about it doesn't really matter. Right. I say to them, realize that there's folks out there trying to make you into criminals and this is what's going on. And mm. this is the reason why this is a bad thing. Like, who do you think is going to suffer from these laws that they're coming up with? Uh, John, do you want to get into this real quick before we get on the subject of what's going on with this proposal? Yeah, if you look at gun control, uh, there is a history of racism. They might not care about it, but there is definitely a history of racism. It all stems from uh, Jim Crow laws. If you look mm. out in California, the Mumford Act was a direct result of um, the Black Panthers, for example. Mm -hmm. And oh, more than that, if you look at, uh, I know North Carolina is just about to appeal their uh, the pistol permit. Mm -hmm. We get to have a pistol permit. Do you mm -hmm. guys hear an echo? No, I don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, someone might be up too loud. That's probably why. So let me see. I'm going to turn my headsets down a little bit, see if that helps. Someone's headsets might be too loud, so... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so if you look at yeah, you know, if you look at uh, like North Carolina, they're about to get rid of their pistol permit law. The mm -hmm. pistol permit law in North Carolina was passed to keep uh, freed blacks from being able to get a gun. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there is a huge history of um, you know the of racism and gun control. Um, even going back all the way to. Um, like stuff like Black Wall Street and St. Louis and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I I understand what people are saying, but I think ultimately like why even fight about that? I think that it's it's based in reality and it's part of the conversation. It's not yeah. the entire conversation. It's part of it. And and the reality is who's really going to suffer from these laws? Who's really actually going to go to jail? And people need to think about who is going to go to jail. Who is this going to be effectively used used against? So, um, right. or you know, uh, but listen, I, I, in you know, I know Crump doesn't have a lot of time. Crump, you want to hit us with like the major points of um, of what's going on here? 
yeah. One of the most interesting things I found out about it uh, is there's a website listed in there. It's uh, if you go to crumpy.com slash discord uh, and you can join my discord. Um, <laughs> I had to do it, Hank. That's not that I, I know that's not on. That's not on this PDF, John. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. No, uh, basically, it's it's attacking. Uh, it's attacking um, the whole market of unfinished firearms and stuff like that. Uh, a couple different things that I did notice is they really didn't give a lot of clarity. Um, basically, the ATF has this thing where they always try to. Um, do everything ambiguously so it leaves them a lot of leeway like uh they say you know if something can hold a trigger or whatever that is a frame or receiver but they like but we can make anything we want a frame or receiver and i saw a perfect meme for this and it's patrick from spongebob and and it says is mayonnaise a receiver because mm-hmm. now instead of hey you know this is what it is they're like if you don't have a letter saying it's not a receiver it's a receiver which is kind of ridiculous um they want everything serialized so basically once you get to the point of the firearm being able to be readily convertible which they don't tell say what is readily convertible or not again because of course they want win then you have to serialize it at that point also, gunsmiths are not allowed to work on your guns that aren't serialized. Mm. Um, so if, um, you know, if, if you want your homemade firearm um, worked on worked by a gunsmith, mm-hmm. they, can't, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They can't do it, which is ridiculous. It basically turns everything um, into a receiver. And you got to have 60 days after it goes into effect, manufacture uh, like uh, GSD supply, which was, which is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's going to yeah. have 60 days to serialize everything and not only serialize everything, but he's going to have to pit uh, the name of his company, uh, the place where it is, uh, an FFL number, which mm-hmm. is really I mean, that's not required bizarre. now on serialized firearms, no, right? No, okay. it, 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 re- it requires a lot more information. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need like a freaking like a piece of metal like tied to it or something with all this information on there. Yeah. So it's it's going to be it's gonna pit, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's going to put him out of business and it's going to put a lot of other people out of business. And also they, they specifically target buy, build, shoot kits in this. Uh, and they and they say, you know, if you buy a frame or receiver with um, a parts, like like mm-hmm. basically with the Rady Pelhammer 84, that's a gun. I don't know how they determine it's a gun, but mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting. And uh, people are going to have 60 days to serialize their firearms, turn them in or destroy them, which mm-hmm. is a gun confiscation, re- registration, and everything that we said that we should be wary of. So everyone's going to need to get out there and write smart comments because we we can we can defeat this. We defeated the bump stock stuff and whatever. So not all hope is lost, but the hope that will be lost is if David Chipman gets in there. If mm-hmm. David Chipman gets in there, then we are screwed because he is definitely anti-gun. He worked for uh shot uh um a uh, shot color. Yeah, what's it? I think didn't he work for the Griffith uh, Foundation or something? Or 
Uh, Giffords. Oh, Giffords. Sorry, Giffords. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I they're, they're working. They're getting my article up. Uh, uh, Giffords. Mm-hmm. He works for Giffords. He works for every town. Not only that, he works for a very anti-gun organization that's very against suppressors called uh, Shot Spotter. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if you read some of his writings, which I went through and read everything that he wrote at Giffords, I wrote. I read every document that he wrote mm-hmm. there. Um, he says that they should reclassify firearms that can take magazines as machine guns because it lets you shoot faster, mm-hmm. which is insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's going to be bad news if he gets in there. Uh, if, if not, then whatever. Uh, discouraging thing, though, is Regina Lombardo, who is not exactly a friend of gun owners, is the acting head. Um, of uh, ATF, it, but she's leaving, right? Isn't she leaving sometime soon, or resigning uh, or something like that? Yes, at the end of the month. Okay. And her replacement is going to be Marvin Richardson. Oh yeah, <laughs> so from uh, and, bad to worse. <laughs> and Marvin Richardson and Regina is not exactly a friend of gun owners, but. Marvin Richardson is downright hostile to gun owners. Mm-hmm. And a couple things he hates is he hates unfinished firearms receivers. And also, um, he hates, uh, he hates uh, pistol braces. In fact, back in November, him and Regina met with the Biden transition team. And the Biden transition team asked them, what are, what are your biggest goals? And they said... Are, are number one, um, unfinished firearms, which they called ghost guns, mm-hmm. and number two, pistol braces. And if you look up, Biden came out, you know, he's That's giving exactly them what, what they, they want. After. Yeah, so, yeah, so, and, and, uh, so go and, ahead, go ahead. And, and if you go back and read my article from November, you knew exactly what was coming down. Yes, of course. I know you've been doing you've <laughs> I wrote been that doing, back in November. Like, this is what they're gonna do. Yes, you've been doing a lot of good work on this. Um, so is, is it really effective for people to, uh, respond to this, right? In this 90 day commentary period, do you think it's really respect, uh, uh, it's going to do something for people to respond to this or are there other ways that we can more effectively shut this down? It's going to take a multifaceted approach. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. Um, we need everyone to comment, smart comments. Um, cause we need, cause they're going to try to push it. Oh, the Republic, the, 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 you know, the public wants this. Mm-hmm. So by writing those comments, you're showing them that the public doesn't want it. And with bump stocks, it was overwhelmingly against, uh, the new bump stock, not bump stocks, uh, pistol braces overwhelmingly, um, against pistol braces, but bump stocks, no one really wrote in and look what happened. But if you look at pistol braces, so it's all about perception. So we got to do that, right? Okay. That's that's part one. Mm-hmm. Part two is next week, um, there is going to be a hearing in the Senate. Mm-hmm. And I might or might not be consulting with some senators behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> but uh, a hearing in the Senate on unfinished firearms frames. And uh, there's going to be some really compelling guests, including, um, I can't really say, but... There's going to be some guest that's been on your show before testifying mm. in front of Congress. Not me, of course. Because okay. It Interesting. It would never let me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's going to be some some of your guests, and when you see it, you're going to be like, "Oh my god, 
So you know? Edgar's going to be on there, but he's not telling us. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get invited. I don't get invited to these type of things. This shit is too formal for for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's mm-hmm. what's going to go on. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so that. Um, what's up? But that's what's going to go on, and then um, what we're going to do is mm-hmm. we're going to sue. Okay. 100%. We cannot sue yet until the rules go into effect. Mm-hmm. I, I know, um, um, I know, um, there is uh, some organizations that are, you know, planning on filing lawsuits right now, but right now that's a, that's a dumb move. That's a fundraising move. Okay. Okay. Can you, you're not gonna have standing. It's gonna get them dismissed. Okay, so, so we have to wait. So we have to wait. Until, yeah, we have to wait until they actually try to put it into effect. So you're saying people need to respond to this. They need to get a lot of people saying no to this. But then also, it sounds like um, uh, senators, congressmen out there need to get a lot of negative feedback about these proposed um, these proposals in order for them to to push back on it. Right? Before, well, there before is, we uh, even get that far. Um, I, I, I've been meeting with, uh, um, I've been meeting with, uh, some senators and congressmen already mm-hmm. on this. So they're, mm-hmm. they are well aware of it and they are going to push back hard. I'm not going to say who I met with, but I met with, mm-hmm. uh, several of them. Um, I'm close to DC by the way. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. Okay. Plus a lot of Zoom stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're aware of it. They are aware of it. Uh, mm-hmm. so they are going to be pushing back hard. Mm-hmm. against it and goa is going to be using everything in our book to push back and to push congress to do the right thing we have mm-hmm. a lot of con uh, contacts in congress and one of the things we do we just don't sue we lobby congress mm-hmm. so we have uh, legislative stuff we're going to be writing some bills for some congress people um if you don't know congress people don't write their own bills no um, <laughs> Every, they don't write them. They that. don't read them. No, <laughs> they don't. No. Definitely don't understand what they're putting out so, there. <laughs> I mean, what's so yeah. surprising about so that? that? Well, we're, we're trying. To, we're educating them. Um, we're mm-hmm. pushing them hard. We're lobbying. We have a super lobbyist who used to be um, in seminary. He was going to be a priest, but now he lobbies for uh, <laughs> guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, but he's a great lobbyist. Um, he's, he's our head lobbyist, um, and his team is attacking this head on. Um, then we have super attorney Rob Olson, who right now I think is going to go crazy because he's been working on this hardcore. Um, and we have like other attorneys like Steven Bully and like some really, really big attorneys. If you don't know who Rob Olson is, he's the guy that won the bump, bump stock case and he's going to be working on the lawsuit. Awesome. Um, this i can't i'm not gonna say who the plaintiff says but there there's a lot of uh good people on there and you should be seeing some stuff goa has been working with different uh manufacturers and different producers and different sellers of uh 80 lowers just to try to get everything in order including jfd jordan okay. from jfd has been on your show yes um, shout out so shout out to jordan um i think i was communicating yes. with him today so, so yeah, so we're we're helping them. Um, you know, he's bringing a a, a binary a Glock with a binary trigger to the IV eighty eighty eight shoot. Oh, sweet, nice. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so we're working with them. We're working with DefCAD. We're working with all those guys to mm-hmm. defeat this because it's going to be 
a group effort and we are willing to work with any group out there that wants to take this head on because we're going to spare no expense to to fight back against this mm-hmm. and that is sorry yeah sorry no, for ranting there no absolutely no you're good um i think this is a massive big deal and people shouldn't just like uh shove this out of the way and not pay attention it's a really big thing here that they can do to shut down they can get a very effective um shutdown of guns in america with what they're proposing here um edgar did you have any questions for john no, I, I think everything's uh, pretty cut and dry. The, the only thing is uh, I should warn him he's going to be getting some letters from the attorneys here in Colorado mm-hmm. um, about the lawsuit that we've got going on. Uh-oh. So we're, we're going to be talking a lot. You're, su- you're suing Crump? What <laughs> no, you su- no, no, are you suing him? no. Did, did Crump, uh, did Crump uh, come on your show and try to... Uh, Try to like no. <laughs> sell some Boy Scout cookies or yeah, yeah, exactly. That's you know, popcorn. sell some gor- popcorn. gorillas and gun <laughs> shoes or something. Uh, uh, I, I know that Sheriff did not like me very much after <laughs> I put him on blast. Oh, okay. man. It, it, it's the level of retardedness uh, has been pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He did not like me and he was like, take it down. I'm like, nope. Yeah. So what what they're talking? You want to tell the folks what you guys are talking about here? This is something that you all worked on together. I think uh, Edgar had a situation. Who wants to explain, it? Edgar? Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of yeah. chip in a little bit, and if, if mm-hmm. Crump wants to say some stuff, uh, he's more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been told no by the attorney, so I, I think we're we're kind of good to go. The only thing I do have to do is kind of know about what time this was. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, um. COVID happened. Uh, a lot of people had to adapt to the way we were doing classes. Um, so we adapted to, to the COVID situation and government shutdown, really not COVID, but really more so government shutdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started doing classes um, in, in that uh, adapting mode. And a, a sheriff decided that he didn't like that in any way, shape or form. Unfortunately for him, the state of Colorado does not allow sheriffs to decide what the laws are, what curriculum is, or mm-hmm. um, so he decided to blacklist me and try to get the uh, other sheriffs in the state of Colorado to blacklist me unsuccessfully, which which was amazing. Uh, most sheriffs office kind of told them to um, he's on his own mm-hmm. indirectly, mm-hmm. Um, and then we sued him. Uh, we sued him. He he chose not to to do the the correct thing and he got mm-hmm. sued so okay damn it there's another fly back in here these flies again okay yeah it looks like someone uh wound up calling john here i'm sure uh he's real busy we'll get him back on here in a second yeah that's fine yeah so um you know i'm, I'm gonna let's see did we get him back oh here he goes sorry all yeah. all, all hands on deck <laughs> right mm-hmm. yeah i know it's a lot of craziness going on out there um, and as someone said earlier, they drop, they always drop this stuff on a Friday and then go off, uh, for the weekend. Well, right? uh, well yeah, I, I knew, I knew it was going to come on Friday and, uh, Cody called me this morning, Cody, Cody Wilson. He's like, Hey, uh, when, when are they dropping this? Okay. I said, uh, they're not going to drop it until probably after four, between four and five, because they have to drop it by five mm-hmm. or they're going to miss it. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to drop it before that. So I said between four and five. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. Pretty much that's what that's happened. That's when it dropped. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I 
got a leak from uh, a source um, mm-hmm. that had the new rules, like the 107 page document. So I had a little bit of a head start on writing my article, which should be out now. Okay. Um, but I didn't drop on, it be- uh, on Amoland. Yeah, it should be. Um, okay. I didn't drop it uh, because I was like, well, I could have dropped it as a leak. You know, hey, this is what's coming down. But it was from a uh, unknown source. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seemed legit, but right. you know, you never know, right? Yeah, I'm running it in. It says uh, the headline is ATF release proposed rules for unfinished receivers and frames um, by some guy named Johnny Crumpy Meyer. It looks like right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, yeah, it's going so through yes. all the things that we. Uh, these rules also go after build by shoot kits. The ATF will consider these kits to be firearms. Um, you know, so anyone who wants to read through this, it's here. Um, yeah, and like you said, man, this is a long. Um, this is this is a long thing here. I'm trying to scroll through and see what are the real like big things that we can see in here. You want to hit us with several things that we should pay attention to when we're looking through this. Okay, yeah, I can hit you with a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, uh, the kits are now firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have 90 days to submit comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they can determine what a firearm is. They kind of fixed the uh, AR-15 thing, so now they said, hey, whatever, whatever we say is a firearm is a firearm. Right, so, so just to let folks know exactly what that's talking about there <laughs> is... So with firearms, with a, with um, ARs, right? They're serialized, the lower. Mm-hmm. But um, there's ATF's been going after people, and if the people are savvy, their lawyers are savvy. They've been getting away with it because technically lowers aren't supposed to be the serialized part. Am I correct on that? Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, because it, it, it talks about well, neither one could really be yeah. according to the definition now. So mm-hmm. basically, they said, hey, anything that can hold any a trigger mechanism. Um, or a hammer or a bolt or any of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I want to know. Like in this, in this here, are they saying that everything has to be serialized? Uh, they're saying everything that they want to be serialized can have to be serialized. So basically they can say, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and here's the thing. They say, unless you have a letter from the ATF stating that your item is not a receiver or a frame, then you must consider it a receiver or a frame. And before, it was like the, kind of the opposite, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so basically now they can make anything that they want a receiver or a frame. Yeah. So they could just do uh, haphazardly here if they get away with this. They could, Anything they don't like, they can make into part of a firearm. So if they don't, let's say we were talking about um, the pistol braces. If they don't like that, they could go, that's a firearm. Well, that needs or that it, needs to be serialized. I don't, or whatever I don't, they want to, whatever. They I, wanna I don't do. think they're gonna go that far, mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it has to hold a uh, like, like one of a, a, like a trigger or a hammer or a mm-hmm. block or a spring or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, so, so I don't uppers, think they're gonna, they want uppers and lowers serialized for sure. Well, they didn't say. They said they said they can decide what is and what isn't a receiver. Okay. So they can say, "Hey, we don't we don't want the upper serialized on the AR-15, but on a scar or whatever. Yeah, that okay. has to be serialized." Or you know, they can say, "Hey, the uh, uh, the the eight uh, what is it? 
uh, HT, uh, wait, SH. SHTF50? Yeah, SHTF50. Yeah, uh-huh. SHTF50. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, that has to be serialized because that's a receiver. So mm-hmm. they, they can make up their own mind. Uh, they, it basically unbounds them. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I see. I think I'm seeing that part, um, you know, as I scroll through this. Man, this is uh this it's a lot of crap, man. It's a lot of crap. What do you what else do you think uh we should be looking forward to coming out here after this? Uh I'm sure this is not the end. This is not the end of uh No, no, see. they're going to keep on moving the goalposts. They're going to keep on moving the goalposts definitely. Mm-hmm. Um what we have to look forward to mm-hmm. is uh they're going to do something very similar with uh pistol braces. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be probably in about thirty days from now. Okay, so they're going to come out with a whole in June. Yeah, they go. They'll drop another thing on the pistol braces. Yeah, I well. mean, mm-hmm. if not sooner, mm-hmm. if not sooner, because I, I, what I'm thinking that they're going to do is they're going to drop it sooner, and they might not. But mm-hmm. and to try to like uh, split the effort mm-hmm. because they don't think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay. We have to. Uh, right now, it's not enough just to pay your $30, $25, $20 to your local gun organization or national gun organization once a year now. You actually have to get off the bench and and become an advocate and become an activist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's and no that's more... the problem. Go ahead. Go ahead, Edgar. Yeah, that that's the problem right there. I, I've been in this game not as long as some of you guys have. Um but 10 years, I, I've seen that that's always the issue when you mm-hmm. I, that's one of the biggest questions I get. Like, how can I get involved? Like, just fucking do something like mm-hmm. like you make the fucking phone calls. Don't pay $20 so that somebody else can make the phone calls because then it's only one person making phone calls. And it's only like we 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 do a horrendous job at showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool when we wrote the the the, the letters and, and we participated in the last ATF bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, like it, it wasn't enough. Like when you look at the numbers mm-hmm. compared to the amount of people who have uh, braces, uh, more quote unquote own braces estimated anyways, like it, it was nothing. Like I, I don't think we even hit the fucking 5% mm-hmm. mark of mm-hmm. people responding to this letter. Like that, that is, that is crazy. And I, I have a feeling we're going to see the same thing. Um, we could probably have PA to give an estimate how many people have bought their kits and the amount of people that respond to this letter is probably not going to be anywhere near that number, which mm-hmm. is, which is kind of heartbreaking, right? Cause we don't, we don't show up. We don't, we don't so, fucking show up. We need more people to show up. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but, um, different factions of the firearms world or the gun world, mm-hmm. or however you want to put it, the two a community, I don't know put your label on it, whatever you want to call it. There's different factions and we don't all get along. A lot of times um, to the folks out there who are buying these guns, who who believe in the second amendment, they feel like the industry is out for themselves. <laughs> you know, um, they probably I feel, are. 
Yeah, I feel like that all the time. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think we all need to do more. We need to do more than just give money to NRA or any one organizations, but we do need to give money, right? And then we need to share this stuff. We do need to write the letters. We do need to talk to the politicians. You know, we do need to actually go out locally. We need to make sure that we're voting and we're and we're controlling that vote locally. We need to push more Second Amendment counties, make more states uh, Second Amendment friendly states, all of that kind of stuff. We need to make sure this stuff has teeth. We need to do all these things, but all the different factions aren't on, aren't on board. So all the organizations, uh, a lot of times it seems like they're out for themselves. I know John represents GOA. Um, I'm not, uh, it's, this is just like this crazy thing that happens, right? Everyone's trying to fight uh, for, oh, we're the ones who did this. We did, I don't care who did it. <laughs> I want, I want all organizations fighting everything all the time. So I want every everyone well, like, can take the, the the everyone can take the glory if you're actually doing something. Go ahead, John. Well, well, here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, we don't have the amount of money that uh, other organ that other people have, like the Moms Demand Action. We don't have billionaires on our side, mm -hmm. but what we do have is we have true grassroots movement. Where on the other side, there are a bunch of astroturf move movements. So what we need to do is we need to we need to do guerrilla warfare on this shit, right? Mm -hmm. um, death by a thousand paper cuts is what we need to do. True grassroots activism is what we have to do. Everyone out there has to be in why an activist. John, you're right. But why is it we don't have billionaires? Are you telling me that if you put the people in the in the firearms industry together, there's not billionaires? There's no one well, that has the I money. Well, if I sold enough gorillas and guns shoes, oh, I could boy. become a billionaire. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I know you're working all the time. I know Edgar's working all the time, right? I'm I'm working. Those other people, everyone's got different levels of what they're doing here. You're right. You're making a good point. But we're acting like there's no money in the firearms game. Uh, there is money in the firearms game. Uh, so what are they doing are with this money people... they're making? Buying RVs and uh, million-dollar RVs and hanging out in the Keys. Um, yeah, uh, well, more than that needs to happen, right? Like people, not yeah. just not just the folks out there need to do more than like like Edgar was saying. Like, hey, you need to do more than just give money to um, to to NRA or whoever it is. You need to actually get out there and fight this. The companies could do the most to do this, right? Well, the the companies well, the, the, can put the, the, messages out there. Companies. They can share this info. I know it's not all companies. I'm not putting. I'm not painting like, all companies with that brush. Like, uh, for example, uh, XTech. XTech mm -hmm. donates a lot of their money to uh, GOA and mm -hmm. FPC mm -hmm. um, it, because uh, the, the president, the owner of the company, is very, very pro-Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there's a coffee company called Defender Coffee, mm -hmm. and they donate 100% of their profits to gun rights organizations. So when you buy their coffee, mm -hmm. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Hank, so don't. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> drink coffee, Chilling. but I would tell people. I would tell people then drink. Uh, drink the. I don't even know those guys, but I would say Defender drink the coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Coffee, when you, when you buy their coffee, buy like I bought coffee, and I really don't really drink that much coffee. But mm -hmm. uh, what you do is you select. You have a drop-down menu, and you select where you want your money, your profits to go to. Mm -hmm. And I talked to the owner because I was like, "This is kind of, this is kind of crazy, right?" Mm -hmm. um, I was like, "Why are you giving away your profits?" And he's like, mm -hmm. "Well, you know, he's like, it's 
you know, I, I, he's like, you know, I had a good living, um, and I wanted to do something to give back. So I figured I could start a coffee company, make money, and donate all the profits to so to I, gun rights I, organizations. I have a I have a theory on this. Right, there's a reason why we're not as effective now and and in the last couple of years as people in the gun community were effective back in let's say 2013 when you had the firearm again. Right? What? Why? What's the difference between now and then? Anyone out there? Anyone? Anyone? So for, for me, in, in, in my optics, because um, 2013 was, was one of the bad years for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, 2013, uh, we also filled the capital with uh, a lot of people. It, it didn't do much, mm-hmm. but we also recalled. First time in, in our state's history where we recalled people, but people were actually showing up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't the NRA. It, it wasn't major organizations. Mm-hmm. It was people doing this shit. But why? Was, there's, a, there's a simple reason why. I know John knows the answer to this. I want to see, it, like, how do people really understand why? Like, we think, and I say it all the time. Like, why are all these gun guys asleep? Why is no one? Why is no one reacting to this? You know. Um. Wait. Hold on a second. Are you guys there? Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of. Froze yeah. Up. I think you're. Okay. You, you think you're having a little bit of a uh, yeah? Let me see here. Yeah, if I'm lagging here, I might have to switch over here in a second. I might have hit my thing. So bear, like bear with me here for a second. If uh, uh, let me know if you guys are still if you guys are still uh, if we're feeding out to you out there. Um, yeah, I think we're still. So feeding one of the, out. one of the things that happened in Colorado while you're doing that, I'll, I'll finish mm-hmm. this. One of the things that happened in Colorado was. Um, the underestimating of how fucked mm-hmm. up they had us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really sheer. We're not going to take it. It was this, 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 it, I, will, I don't want to call it a panic, but it was definitely one of the very first times in Colorado when we seen a direct attack against our, our freedoms Mm-hmm. And people were more motivated to show up because they seen how much they wanted to take away from us. Mm-hmm. They seen how much it was going to affect our, our freedoms. And here's the other thing. Part of the, the county that did the recalls, heavily Democratic. So it was a bunch of Democrats that owned guns that made that shit happen. Okay. And, okay. and that's part of the gun community that we always ignore and we forget and we talk shit about it mm-hmm. is the Democrats that own guns mm-hmm. that need to be fighting the shit. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I'll put those motherfuckers ahead of us because like it's it's kind of their fight before it, it's it's our fight uh, in the sense that they have more of a voice than than we do. So so um, you know what I think happened? I think that back then we all were able to use social media and communicate with each other mm. better and get things out there. The difference now is even if we're on social media, our message is being suppressed. That's the difference. That's yeah, the difference. I, I, I disagree. I disagree is. a little bit. Uh, I think that's a big uh, part of what's going on. We think everyone's sure. asleep, but we're here and we're sure. like, hey, we're we're here. We're working every day, and everyone else is like, yeah, I'm here. I'm trying to do stuff. I'm sharing this. I'm responding to people. Sure. Uh, sure, I, I don't I mean, think that's you, the only you, reason, though. Yeah, it may not be the yeah, only and, and reason, but it's one of the big things that's happening now. Like these guys realized then how powerful this was, 
And and now they realize, hey, we, we, we can stop these people from spreading a message and effectively getting out there. Yeah, but I, I think the, the problem with using that crutch from now on is, is we're just going to use that as an excuse as to why we're losing right. instead of understanding that we just don't show up the, the way we used to. In, in my opinion, and from my optics anyways, mm-hmm. is what we've seen is just a lot of defeated people. Uh, a lot of you guys hate Tom Brady because he beats your fucking team every fucking year, right? So everybody's like an excuse, like, oh, it's, it's What's the What's Tom Brady game. from? When you say Brady, I think of like the Brady Bill. I don't even know. Or the Brady sure, Bunch. Not, exactly. See, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah Tom Brady's the most like w- winning his quarterback Okay. You know, he just goes with the like. We're talking baseball. Ball. We're talking baseball. Then, I guess. sure. And, and the right. idea <laughs> is though, like, if if Tom Brady, if you hate him, it's usually because mm-hmm. he beats your fucking team all the time, and you're always making an excuse as to why you're losing every fucking year to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And the gun community is getting to that point where we're just making excuses as to why we're losing. And it's easier to not show up when you have an excuse to not show up. There's 90 people watching you right now. Those 90 people uh, probably have an influence with 10 people. Um, So you multiply that shit. Like, word of mouth is is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think we need social media as much as we think we need social media. But, yes, you're right. If we're relying 100% on social media to get our message across, we're probably not going to be as successful as we were in the past years when, when we weren't being flagged and shit like that. But we shouldn't rely 100% on social media uh, because we, we've got other means to, to fucking communicate. Like, we got phones. I, I still have people's phone numbers, and I can text motherfuckers. And, and like, so we're, 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 we're making this out to be like we don't fucking know people and we can't text people. Like, it takes you a, a second to, to text 20 of the fuckers on your, your contacts list to say, hey, write this fucking statement and show up but we don't we don't mm-hmm. yeah go ahead john i, I sense you want to jump in here and i know you may i know you yeah. may have to go so hit us and if you have to go yeah know. yeah yeah what what um i think that uh that we're we're going to be able to do uh we are rolling out something i don't want to really talk about it but i'm rolling out something um that's going to make it very easy for you to contact your your people mm-hmm. like your representatives and everything um, like a one click type thing, mm-hmm. and and if you can't do that, then there's something wrong. Then there's no you hope to be in the community. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't so think that's it's coming the only out reason. very very slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I, but it's, it's not. It, it's not the only reason. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's. Uh, there's this defeatist attitude that a lot of people have, that are like, no matter what we do, they're gonna do it anyway. Well, guess what? Maybe they will, but, you know. I'm not going to give up. I'm I'm going to continue fight. I, I will fight. I will put my comments in, um, mm-hmm. even if it makes no difference. I, I'm I am going to continue to fight because eventually things will turn around, and then I I can be there and I can I I, I will know the system. It's just like I was talking to uh, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? Mm-hmm. And she's introducing a bill that have like no chance of passing. It's like very very. It's like defund the ATF type bill. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not make it a committee. Why are you introducing this? Um, and her reason is, well, you know what? I'm going to introduce it every single time, every year. I'm going to reintroduce it until mm-hmm. something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to do that. So uh, hats off to her. Uh, mm-hmm. 
it's a very and I know a lot of people don't like Lauren Bobart for some reason, but she mm-hmm. basically said the same thing mm-hmm. to me that, you know, hey, I'm we're gonna introduce this stuff over and over and over again until um it, there there's some traction or there's something mm-hmm. there's something near that. It's just like why the hush act. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and or you know, the suppressor deregulations, whatever mm-hmm. you whatever act you wanna call it, there's like twenty mm-hmm. of them. Um mm-hmm. Is that going to pass this year? No. But uh, let's say in four years we get a Republican president and we have a Republican uh, Senate and Republican House, then, hey, guess what? There's a chance that it will pass and there's a history of it being introduced over and over and over again. So even if uh, even if we don't win, we have to keep on fighting. Plus, another thing, if let's say there's a million comments. There's a million comments. They go ahead and pass this draconian regulation anyway you know who's going to take notice of those a million uh, comments the politicians that run for office so it's it's a so you got to think big picture you can't just be focused on oh it's not going to run uh, you do stuff for a result mm-hmm. but you also do stuff to influence future results mm-hmm. absolutely shout out to Rhonda mary i see her out there uh, yeah, Rhonda's put, a good yeah, egg. Yeah, she just put um, she just put the googly eyes there, so I'm not really sure what that means. Um, That's because I'm on. Yeah, she's looking yeah, at no, Edgar. It's me, man. Oh well, see, no. you know, that, see, that's oh, where you guys yeah. are. You think you know? You think you're the you think you're the awesome uh, ones? But <laughs> she, shout she out. likes the glasses. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout out to her. Uh, regardless, Rhonda Mary out there. Yeah. Look, I think we have multiple multiple things going on here, but I do think social media is a big part of everything right yeah. now. And it's we can't say it's a small part. It's not a twenty percent part. It's not even a fifty percent part. It's a bigger part than that because for what's happening with people is that. You know, this is the new way that everyone figures out what's going on and communicates and all that. But when you see that there's an active, um, there's an active uh, plan out there to stop people from communicating these things, it does it does play a big part in in what's happening here, right? So yeah, of, of course, it, of course, it does. But I mean, mm-hmm. if we look back, if if this was the revolution right now, mm-hmm. we'd be making the excuse, "I'm afraid that we can't do it because they're they're censoring no, us instead you, of just doing it." Yeah. You know what the thing the other thing is is that uh to me and I've we've talked about this a lot I think everyone's yeah. real, everyone's got a lot of stuff right now. We're living in a world where everyone has a lot of stuff. Right? So Every, so then freedom's every, not a priority. Well, people everyone's worried about losing their stuff versus when yeah. this country was founded regardless of whether people like it, don't like it, they're mad at people from when things yeah. look, like I think a lot of people don't realize that human beings are messed up. <laughs> And yeah. so so time doesn't really change a lot of that, right? Yeah. So back in the days when people had less things, you know, life was messed up and there's things that people don't like about that, but it was easier for people to get out there and fight for freedom. Oh. Okay? When people had to like come across here, regardless of how they got to America, they had to risk their lives in order to get to America, and then when they were in America, they had to risk their lives to survive, and every day they had to fight, right? People were yeah. willing to fight more for their freedom than they are now when we all have it good. Everyone has it good. When when everyone yeah. has time to like to dance on TikTok and do all this kind of stuff, I'm not knocking anyone. Dudes are doing stuff too. If we have time to do all of that, we got it pretty damn good. So I yeah, of course, but I mean that, that, that's the, the the priority, right? It's just like you just haven't made freedom a priority. 
Mm-hmm. So you've made everything else. You've made TikTok. You've made your possessions and shit like that. And I get it. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But we can't just say, like, that. that's the excuse. I don't want to mm-hmm. lose my shit. Yeah. Um, at some point, we, we have to not be afraid to lose our shit. Mm-hmm. Um and and have freedom be the fucking priority and that's the problem that's one thing that we've said for a very long time yeah is most people are not willing to sacrifice for that freedom we have it in, like we've been telling people for the past several months now you're just not worth uh, you're just not willing to put in the the work uh that is required for this shit you're, you're just not willing to give up and sacrifice you want to point the finger at somebody else and say, well, they didn't do the job that I wanted them to do. Fucker, it's not your responsibility. It's not their responsibility to fight for your freedom. It's your freedom. It's at your fucking doorstep. You have to be able to sacrifice for that shit. Because uh, you're, you're, you're right. People are just, I, I want to, you, you know, there, there might be a day where you have to call off and not make $100 or $200 or whatever it is you fucking make. But is your freedom worth the fucking effort that you made there? Yeah, go ahead, well, John. Well, think about it. Think think about it this way: the founding fathers, right? When they signed uh, the Declaration of Independence and, and went to war against uh, Britain, those guys were like, "Hey, you know, we got to sign this. If we lose, they're gonna hang us." Yeah. And not only that, we're fighting the most powerful force on the face of the planet, and they're like, "You know what? It's worth the risk." Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like Braveheart's beat. Would you give it all for one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I agree with you. And we but but it's tough for people to do that when they have yeah. so much and they're and they feel comfortable in what they have and they don't see the creeping danger. They don't realize that these like they think, right. oh, they just want to take away the guns. Come on. Even if it's someone who has guns, they think, ah, oh, how many guns do you need? If they take away, if, if people stop getting guns, if they do all this nonsense, if the ATF do it, it's not, it's not really going to affect it. I don't need more than one or whatever. They're going for everything. You're going to have they're to going ask for the government's the, permission for everything. They're going for the Fourth Amendment. They're going for the Fifth Amendment. They're going for the First Amendment. Yeah. You think about this, right? There's, and they're uh, starting I, with your ability to fight them back and say no. By the way, let me just say this, John, before you, before you uh, say that. Rhonda Mary says it's because of uh, you, Edgar. So there you go. Um, see, I knew. See, I'm smart enough to know that she does. She, she, she definitely doesn't like me. So, I knew it wasn't me. So it's it's Edgar. There you go. You're gonna oh, have to grow a people. beard, John. You're gonna have to grow a beard. I think it's white people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Rhonda. Rhonda's cool girl. Um, yeah. N- now I totally lost. Uh, yeah. I lost track Freedom. of my thought. Oh, she's an awesome. She's an awesome Freedom. young lady. She's an awesome yeah, young lady. I, yeah. I'm saying like. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have, or that comfort, mm-hmm. is an illusion. And they're going after mm-hmm. the Fourth Amendment. They're going after mm-hmm. the Fifth Amendment. They're going after the First Amendment. If you look at stuff like civil forfeiture, I don't know. Mm-hmm. People don't really talk about civil forfeiture, but it's it's ridiculous. Do you know they can go and they can take your money, they can take your property, and not charge you with a crime, and say, "Hey, you got to prove that you weren't using this for uh, a crime." But the way they do it is they. They say, hey, we're charging the money. We're not charging you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Institute for Justice fights that a lot. It's uh, one of my favorite organizations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're going after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at um, look at England and, and like in other countries, they even have it worse than us. There mm-hmm. is a, uh, a, um, a, a minister in Britain mm-hmm. that had the audacity to say homosexuality is a sin. 
<laughs> not if you believe, believe that or not. Hey, that's up, that's up to you. You know, if I believe yeah, it or not, that's up to me. He says, but it, but yeah. they uh they charged him with a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 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 crap is gonna come to us. Yeah. I mean, you gotta remember in New York, uh, they they want to they want to prosecute people who misgender people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you want to be a woman and you want me to call you her, I have no problem with that. I will do that. But I don't think if if like Hank decides, hey, I don't want to, I want to call him or her or him, then guess what? You know. Yeah, but how do I? Bad. How do I? How do I know? And I don't want to fight about words. And I think at the end of the day, if you don't like how I, if if you don't like that I said she to you when you're a he, or said he to you when you're a she, that's not a reason to take my stuff, to lock me up, take away my freedom. That doesn't mean shit. What? What? The, what? what that's that's what I said. It doesn't mean that's anything. I, say, like, I don't give a damn. There, there was a Nazi website that that uh, got taken offline, and uh, like they did a what's it called a like customer hold, and went and let them transfer mm-hmm. the domain, mm-hmm. and. I got really pissed off about that, and people were like, "They're Nazis. Why are you so pissed off about it?" It's like it's not because they're Nazis. It's because, you know, mm-hmm. there's people are stifling their their freedom of speech. Big tech has decided they can't say what they want to say, even though I disagree with everything they say, and I think they're disgusting, awful human beings. But mm-hmm. guess what? They should be able to say that. And big tech, through their monopolies, was able to take their them them offline uh like mm-hmm. take their websites offline uh you know basically kill the community offline not let them move it or anything else like that and that was um that was big tech taking someone out and i was like dude this is gonna this is a, just back in like 2015 mm-hmm. and people were like it's just nazis i was like this is gonna expand you know and then then they're gonna come after like conservatives and they're gonna come after whoever they want this is a test run mm-hmm and uh, a few years later, look what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think the ultimate thing here is the government wants control. And the way to get it is to by dividing everyone. And so if they create a bad guy and they go after that bad guy and they get rid of him, they're going to create another bad guy and then they'll get rid of that person and then they'll create another one. Eventually, whoever you are, you're going to be painted into a corner. The question here is freedom. Okay. And, and how are you really free? Like freedom is a dangerous thing. People are going to say shit to you that you don't like. <laughs> You're not going to agree with people and all of that. You can't legislate that away. You can't fix all the problems with laws and all this kind of crap. And I think that's, I think we understand that, but how do we get people out there to understand it? It's very, it's very difficult to do that when, when people are very comfortable and people continue, most people out there continue to be programmed. Lots of people are falling into the trap of, oh, they're after me because I'm a black person. That's why they're trying to take me out. So I don't care. I'm going to go on these guys' side because they say they love me because I'm black or Latino or because I'm a gay man or transgender or whatever it is. And they think, oh, it's awesome. I'm going to go with these guys and fight those guys and everything's going to be okay. No, people need to be free. You don't have to like them. You don't have to love them. You don't have to be around them. People need to be free to be who they are. If they're not trying to take your property from you, if they're not trying to harm you or your kids, don't worry about it. Yeah. um, I I have a friend that was uh, going through some type of sensitivity training, some like racial justice training. Mm -hmm. And uh, he told, he looks white, uh, and he told uh, the white instructor, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, this, this, I don't agree with any of this stuff. This stuff is BS. And uh, 
basically he was told, "Hey, man, you got to check your pri- privilege." You know, yeah. You know, you don't know how it is to be to live live of a black person. And he's like, "Dude, my dad's black." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you have the black dad. <laughs> it's just like, listen, they're straight up telling black people that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, basically, they're, tell, they're, 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 they're telling women, you don't know what you're talking about. Why are you mad at these guys who want to compete against you in sports? Why are you mad about that? You don't know what you're talking about. So, so you're taking away like actual women, people who are born women biologically and have to deal with all the crap that goes along with being born women. You're, you're taking away their things to, you know, what they are. It doesn't make sense, right? It seems antithetical to what your whole thing is. But guess what? This is what I just said. And women, a lot of women out there are going along with it because they're like, yeah, damn the men. We don't need them. So they go along with it because they think that's helping make them better. And they can't see right now, right in front of their faces, it's making their lives worse. That's happening to all of us. It's this whole divide and conquer kind of thing that we're all going through and we're getting caught up in. And it's if they talk to you and say, oh, you're Latino? Okay, all these people are against you. All right. right? Well, I got to take off. I, so, I, I went oh. way over and you got me all worked up now. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm going to go good. punch a wall or something. <laughs> Listen, thanks for coming I on. A, I, I, yeah, I got a lot time. of work. My, my weekend is basically ruined now. Oh, well, you know what? I appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Not because of this. Yeah. You're, you're, sexy to, you're sexy to us, John. By the way, well, I am in, you know, to us, go to crumpy.com, crumpy.com slash discord, join the community, go to Black Swan Tactical, buy a t shirt or shoes. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, and uh, tomorrow, I just want to do one plug. Okay. You know, you, I, I mean, like you, you already did a bunch of plugs, but go ahead. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't the uh, plug. No, that wasn't the one. Yeah, it's not a, no, it no, was with the one. Just, this is the one plugs. to rule them all. This is the one. To well, rule you know, them. everyone know. Well, not everyone. Like uh, my main channel is John Crump News on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I have a live stream, John Crump Live. Tomorrow is my 200th episode of Fireside Chats. Congratulations. And Hank's going to be on there. I am? What time is this thing? <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, you my Lord. Come on. <laughs> well, I hope everyone goes out there and does it. Tag me in something and I will definitely share it. And I'll see. I'll see if I could at least show up in the chat or something like that, man. Congratulations nah, to there's you. Gonna be, there's going to be a lot of cool people. Yeah, congratulations. With a lot of cool guests. Awesome. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Thank you. 200 of the episodes. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll try to come on rich. for long enough to plug all my stuff. I'll try to come on. Just long enough to plug everything that I do. I, I'm never invited, so. Oh, I oh will, see, yeah. Egger, Egger. I will, Egger, I, I, I will, will send you an invite. Uh, so, Egger, Egger is going to be has, on the show, too, because he just he just forced himself on the show. Yeah, he has a no <laughs> Mexican policy, Egger. So That's what's going on. He, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I, I No, man. I, the, the, you yeah. know, the like the people who come, I'm very nice to them, the people that cut my lawn. Yeah. He doesn't like, uh, he doesn't like, uh, anarchists even though he's dressed all in black like i noticed now he's all blacked <laughs> out yeah yeah, but, yeah uh, I, I gotta go uh put on my mask and 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 start calling people and call start calling jewish people like ben shapiro nazis or something like that yeah yeah listen i appreciate you john i appreciate it. I, I am gonna try to see if i can do something i'll definitely promote but, it i'll try but, to show up tomorrow yeah 
Edgar, if you want to come on, man, I, I'll email you the link. You, you're more than welcome to come on. 10, 10 o'clock Eastern. I hope to see everyone there. Yes, I'm going to create as much trouble as possible for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'll be there. You send the invite. I'll be there. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, thanks, you. man. All right. We'll see you. All right. Later. All bye. right. See ya. All right. I think we're still good. Um, I'm expecting to have some problems with my internet, so I'm keeping an eye on everything here if anyone's wondering. Um, so any follow-up stuff you want to do here, Edgar? While we're, you know... No, I think good. that was a good conversation. I mean, yeah. that's 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 kind of where where we needed to be having this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Is this idea of mm-hmm. pressuring and challenging the gun community to be mm-hmm. better and not to make excuses? Because mm-hmm. if we make excuses, then then we'll never really accomplish anything. Like we we got to see that there is an issue, but there's ways around that issue. Like it just never in the history of anybody who's ever accomplished anything has an excuse stopped them from doing what they were set out to do. So I think we, we kind of have to take cues from from that. And uh, the ATF is being retarded just like they always are. Uh, and we we can't just have an excuse and, and not show up. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we just got to be better, right? Yeah, we have to push back and fight against everything. And it's tough. It's, it's difficult to find the motivation to uh to do all of that i realize it it's it's tough sometimes for me to, to get up and do this every day you yeah know? oh absolutely listen yeah. like, like I, i'm i'm an anarchist uh, and and I, I i say that as many times as i possibly can um one to be annoying but but to let people understand <laughs> uh, what what it actually means but i gave up with with the the freedom people a long time ago not because i don't I don't like the people, not because, but it, it just, in the freedom movement, I've understood that most people just say they like freedom until you challenge them to look at freedom for what it really is. Mm-hmm. And most people like government or mm-hmm. some sort of level of government or, or government um, services anyways, which is called mm-hmm. socialism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had to learn how to work within that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I've had to learn how to so, yeah, it's depressing when I wake up and I say I really love freedom. And then you talk to other people who really love freedom. But, but, you know. Yeah. So everything I, has it, a it, price, it, man. And so everything has a price. And whatever I always tell people, um, in order to get whatever it is you want in life, you have to be willing to give up everything you have in life. Correct. And so that means you have to ask yourself, like, am I willing to do what it takes to get this? If you say Correct. you really want to be free, are you willing to fight for that? And are you willing to fight for it when it's not even when you think it's not affecting you? A lot of us think, oh, that's not affecting me, so who cares? Correct. You know, but obviously, Correct. like the this, this the gun thing is affecting everyone in America. It's obvious. Otherwise, why is all the guns in the world getting sold? Why am I going on Brownells and every freaking gun is sold out? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Why is all the ammo sold out on Brownells when I go there? <laughs> and and you we know? we do have to do a better job at presenting this as mm-hmm. a as a freedom issue mm-hmm. uh because that's one thing we 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 do the the racist issue and we do mm-hmm. um the the property issue and stuff like that mm-hmm. but we i don't think we push the freedom issue as much um in, in the gun community like it, it is plain and simple just just freedom it's mm-hmm. it's it's my freedom today and it'll be your freedom tomorrow mm-hmm. uh because there will be a at some point where I can't buy a certain car because it goes over a certain mileage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's already attacked a lot. 
It's um, going to be everything, man. I don't see any place that these... You tell me where you think these guys are going to stop. You think they're going to stop somewhere? They're oh, going to no. go after what we eat. Listen, they don't want cows around. Cows create to you know destroy the ozone or whatever. We yeah. don't need cows. Cows got to go. Right? Gotta okay, go. cows have yeah. to go. It happens to be my favorite uh, animal to eat. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Yeah. Super delicious. Yeah. Uh, no, they, they won't stop no... there. Then chickens have to go, and then this has to go, then that has to go. Then, we, then you guys can't eat the fish because you're destroying the oceans. Yeah, and <laughs> and and don't breathe because there's yeah. not. I mean, at oxygen. some point it's going to be. You know what? We don't want you to eat the vegetables either. The vegetables are people. If you think about it, like plants are alive. I, I agree with that. I live in the country. You yeah. know, um, I'm, I live inside of nature. These these trees around here are trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's called allergies, bro. <laughs> you know, but at some point they're gonna go. Yeah, you can't. You can't eat those either. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no. There's no stop sign for government. There, no. there never has. There never will be. The people. You know what? There's no stop sign for people who want to tell other people what to do. And this is the thing about freedom. Like, are we? Do we really want to? I, I think this is maybe the point that you're trying to make here. That do do we want to tell other people what to do? Is it my right to tell someone, oh, no, you, you know, I don't like that you want to dress like a woman or you, you believe you're a woman. No, that's not, that's not my place. I, if that's what you want to do, if that's what you believe, if that's the way you see the world, good for you. If you're not hurting me, if you're not taking anything away from me, good for you. You go, you rock and roll and go do that. It's not my business. That is, that is called freedom. Regardless yeah. of what I personally believe, right? Correct. I don't believe that if you're if you're pregnant that you should abort your child. I think that's that's murder. If someone else believes it, I would disagree with them very strongly over that. But uh, hey, at the end of the day, if you want to commit genocide against your own self, then knock yourself out. Yeah, and, and the biggest conversation is, and we don't have this enough, is do you want the government to have control over that? No. And and that's that's the thing. I think we we need to ask ourselves any time anything comes before us, do we want the government to have control yeah. over that? Yeah. And I think the answer should always be no. Absolutely not. No, and I don't want the government to pay for things and to to. I want the government to be as small as possible. By the way, shout out to uh, Down the Barrel LLC. I see him out there uh, as well. Shout out to all the people who are watching us. Please smash those thumbs ups. Uh, we need it now more than ever. You know, I want the government to be really, really, really tiny and small, man. Let me see. Uh, Hank McCormick gave us a super chat here. So let me play this. Money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> That's Gorillas and Guns right there. I'm going to do I'm going to do the applause on that one. Just like Andrew's going right there. He gave us uh, he gave us uh, 20 bucks. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Appreciate that. Nice. And he says, uh, 3D printing is the gold mine. A lot of gun store owners uh, look down on the 3D guys, thinking it cuts on their sales. What is the margin on gun sales versus parts premiums on parts versus gun stores trying to, um, uh, to charge more on firearms MSRP? So I don't know. Um, Hank, are you asking a question there uh, with that? I don't know what the numbers would be, but I think, in my opinion, I don't think... 3D uh, printing is cutting in at all into uh, gun stores uh, sales or their profit margin or anything like that. No. I mean, if I think if anything, if they were sm if the store owners were intelligent and they understood what was happening, they would embrace the 3D uh, movement and figure out 
ways that they can help people who are interested in that and that they right. could also profit from it. What do you, what do you think, Edgar? Yeah, no, there's, there are two completely different sectors right now. It's, yeah. it's two completely different sides. Right. It's kind of like the, the custom cars and, and, and buying a car off the lot. It's just two completely different animals. Yeah. Um, By the way, let me just, I'm sorry. Let me just, uh, yeah. down the barrel is asking if you can come on the show down the barrel. I sent you a link yesterday. Use that link. If you want to come on, I'm fine with you coming on. If you want to jump on, just use that link. Sorry. Go ahead, Edgar. I apologize. Yeah, no, it's it's two completely different animals. Uh, any, and I see this in the gun community all this uh, all the time. And you kind of alluded to this a little bit. You kind of suggested this and, and, and touched on it a, a, a tad bit. And that's that that poverty mentality. It's this mm -hmm. idea of like, no, I'm like this 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 takes away from me. And and you no, know, you, you just suck at, at being a mm -hmm. a business person. You just suck mm -hmm. at marketing. You just so anything that that comes up, you see it as a threat. Yeah. So any any gun company, any gun store owner that sees three D printing as a a threat to their business, uh, you just suck at the business side of it. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, you should hire somebody else to take care of the business side of it. Yeah. Well, I think those same people probably saw when guys started building their own ARs more. Um, they probably saw that as a threat, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they see everything as a threat, dude, it's, instead of an opportunity. And you're right, man. It's just the way you're looking at the world, bro. <laughs> Correct. And that's a that's a poverty mentality. That's mm -hmm. a, this idea of like, I don't have enough, so I need mm -hmm. to like hoard everything to myself. Mm -hmm. And the reality is like there, there's more than enough to to go around. Fucking start being a, a wholesaler for filament and, and fucking yep. ender and yeah, like, yeah. get a get a 3d printer in there and start 3d printing some stuff in the store you know Shit, charge people there's a lot of people that don't want to invest or don't have the yeah. room or whatever fuck yeah yeah if you guys Easy. know so much about guns start coming up with some little parts on your own and 3d printing some things when there's when there's smart guys in your neighborhood you're like oh this guy's smart start like this is you you have to change the game of owning a store today you have to yeah. change it. Look, I'll tell you something honestly. A lot of guys hate the internet. A lot of gun stores, like the old gun store owners, hate the internet. Why do they hate the internet? They're like, oh, because now people are going to go buy guns from the internet. And so even they tell people, oh, if you buy a gun online and you want to get it uh, transferred through us, you can't do it. We're not with that. Seriously. Or they charge an obscene amount of money. Yeah, or they charge a lot of money. Why? Why are you yeah. doing that? Why don't you want to find out what people want to buy? You know, make if, if it was me running a gun, gun store today, I would say make your store a place that people in the gun community have to go. Make it a friendly yeah. place that people can come, hang out, find out about stuff, look up stuff. Be interested in your customer of who are they looking at when they're looking at YouTube. You know, what kind of sites do they go to? Where are they buying stuff from? What are they interested in? What do they want to see? Correct. This is this is how you should do it. I don't know. This is my crazy thoughts on that. Well, I mean, that that's, that's part of the marketing and that, that's part of understanding your demographic and that's part of uh, business. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck mm -hmm. what you're selling. Mm -hmm. um, you have to understand what the fuck your market is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, shout out. Uh, oh, well, let me do this. Hank McCormick says, I went from the consumer that bought a firearm and ammo. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure what that is, but uh, uh, that's his that's his comment there. And uh, what, what, is, what is going on here? Okay. The real NLC. Let me see if I could put his thing up here. Real uh -huh, NLC. Snap. 
Yeah, real NOC is out there. Shout out to him. He said, what's up, folks? Edgar the Beast and Hank the Strange. <laughs> KD. Um, yeah, shout Are you out going to KD's event? Um, I'm not exactly sure is the best thing I could say to you. Because yeah. I think um, I do want... When is KD's event is... Um, uh, Memorial Day Memorial weekend, Day. Day? Yeah, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Um, if Kevin could throw that up in the chat, I'll throw it up on the screen. I think I was trying to tell Kevin that he needs to come on the show to help promote that. Here's the problem. That's towards I think the it's end sold of, out. Yeah, it's towards the end of the month. Now, I'm going to be like on the road at that time, um, and I'm going to be in the Indiana area, so I'm not 100% sure. But I'm going to oh, do... Oh, it's, it's right down the street from where you're going to be. Yeah, I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, so... and I'm, But I'm not sure what's happening and all that, just because... It's like a ton of stuff happening here at the same time, yeah. but I want to do everything to help promote that. So, uh, but you know, I don't like get I don't like to get pinned down to stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm just a rebel. What can I say? Uh, but, <laughs> but shout out to Kevin Dixie, and I hope Kevin will come on actually to help talk to you guys about the event sometime here. Um, I believe Lola reached out to him. She did it, Kevin. Um, I know Lola Lola and I spoke about that. Um, so Black Sword Shinobi is telling people to uh, write the White House and tell Hell Joe, uh, Joe Hell New, and um, and Hank McCormick says to now buying. Okay, he says he went to now buying lower parts kits, stripped uppers. I buy parts because of 3D printing, and the best thing the stores could do if you are a smart store, have that stuff there because if a guy realizes, oh crap. I don't have this thing. You don't want to wait for Amazon to deliver it to you two days from now. Have it there in the store. How about Correct. That? And so. and really, if um, if major gun manufacturers, Glock and Sig, and, and I think Sig is doing an okay job, mm -hmm. uh, but FN, if these people were to to also start thinking about this shit, they can start making parts mm -hmm. and just sell their parts to these local stores mm -hmm. and 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 make that shit available for the 3d market mm -hmm. um there's no reason why i should go to an aftermarket place if i don't absolutely want to there's a lot of people that like a glock barrel for whatever retarded mm -hmm. reason uh or a glock trigger <laughs> for whatever weird reason uh <laughs> listen none of those none of these companies are in danger of 3d printed guns no at all you if, can embrace if, it and actually make more money if I was the companies, I would be trying to embrace it. One, it's a good testing ground to find out what people are interested. 3D, 3D printed guns are not going to replace the other traditional guns we have out there no, in the world right never. now. never. It's never. Not, not yet. Not now. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not at that point where that's going to happen. I'm not saying in the future that may not happen, but right now we're not there. So if you are in the, the manufacturing industry, if you, if you make guns, why don't you pay attention? Why don't you show interest in what's going on? Because it's a, it's a good way for you to find out, huh, people like this. Correct. You know, people are trying to do this thing. They like these features. Why is that? Let's add that to a, like, be interested in what's happening and use that to future-proof yourself, I think. Yeah, but it's work. And I think a lot of these people that are mm -hmm. afraid of losing the, the business are already afraid of working to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're trying to do as little as possible to make yeah. a dollar because um, we fell into the trap of work uh, work smarter not harder 
mm-hmm. instead of doing both, you can work hard and work smart all mm-hmm. at the same time and be efficient, effective, and make a fuck ton of money and not mm-hmm. sacrifice the hustle. Mm-hmm. But somewhere along the line, we just decided as a whole society that it's cool to not work. And anything that makes you work more, even a little bit, like fucking 3D print a gun for somebody that doesn't mm-hmm. want to buy one um, and charge them 10 bucks for the service or $20 for the service, um, they're just retarded. I mean, that's just no other way of saying it. You know, I think one of the things, too, is that success breeds uh, atrophy. So I think this is one of the things that happens. You become successful, you know, if you're Glock or something like that, let's just say, um, you know, and you're successful, you're selling all the guns in the world, you, you, you have it all, then now you start getting distracted by things, you know? You want to... Yeah. It's, it's what happens to everyone that becomes successful, man. If all of a sudden someone started dropping a million dollars a year into my lap, you know, I start balling out and doing all kinds of things and I lose my hustle. But to me personally, my hustle, like you're like you're saying, working smarter, but also working harder, that equals hustle as far as I'm concerned. Right. And my hustle keeps me alive. When I stop hustling, that's when I die. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but th- that's what the I just want to address the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually a block now? carrier. Oh, what's the one? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, what is it? Night Train is saying the Glock <laughs> is strong with Mr. Atelier. That's almost a rhyme right there. <laughs> uh, I actually I actually carry Glock, but I, I, I'm one of these people that understands that Glock triggers are fucking trash, man. They, they're not yeah. amazing. Um, um, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it just as, as a business person, you just can't be afraid of, of the change. Mm-hmm. You got to embrace it. You got to adapt. And if you don't know how to adapt, that's well, that's the free market, right? You didn't deserve yeah. to be. Now, when you say trash, when you say trash, right, this is the interesting thing about uh, yeah. language. You don't really mean, hey, it's crap. No, I you mean, it, 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 you, it could be better. Yes. You, you're, they're not pushing the boundaries for you. They're not. This is the reason why people are more interested in 3D stuff, because if they're not getting what they want from companies, they're like, well, how do I get this? cool thing Correct. that i want like we're currently working on a bullpup glock why are we working on a bullpup glock because glock won't make it correct or, or why yeah. why are people making long slide 19s uh because mm-hmm. glock decided if i can make the 19x yeah uh, instead of what they really wanted which is a 19 frame with a 17 slide on it yeah um, um and BW- now you can do that yes bwe says uh i'm trying to figure out how to to make money with 3D printers in my business. Yeah, uh, kudos to BWE Firearms. Um, and but see, he's a smaller company, so he's right. he's able to maneuver like that and, uh, you know, and think about those things where the bigger companies can't do it. Uh, Diximus Maximus, uh, real NOC, says uh, 3D printing is to the gun manufacturers what the internet was to catalog ordering uh, long-term, and they should adapt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's that simple. It's, I don't think it, it's ever going to replace it. Um, I, I, I do believe it's kind of like the car industry where you have the, the custom market and then you mm-hmm. have the, the stock market. There's, there's many more people who are just going to want to go straight to Glock and not bother with catting and, and doing all that shit because it is a process. My son has two 3D printers mm-hmm. and he may or may not um, be building a fuck ton of guns. 
Um, <laughs> That's a specific and, metric. <laughs> a fuck ton of them. Yeah. And, and there's like, a long you know, trial Dad, and I'm error. Building a, I'm building a fuck ton. <laughs> yeah. Or he might tell you later, listen, Dad, it's a mega fuck ton. It's not a <laughs> mega fuck ton. Don't, exactly. don't undersell what I'm up to here. <laughs> but it's a process to understand the temperatures and right. to understand uh, the filament and the, the, the fills and, and all that shit. It's a process. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And when you have a place like BWE, if like he puts the time and effort into figuring all that shit out, mm-hmm. and then you find the people that don't want to deal with the catting and doing any of that shit, you the fucking you charge them fifteen bucks, twenty dollars to print the fucking file. Mm-hmm. Um, I I promise you, you, you it cost cost like maybe a dollar for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you think of profit margins, that's an insane amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, for that shit like it's mm-hmm. the profits are to be made i mean you could mm-hmm. do it yeah i think it's something that um it's not necessarily like it's easy it's one of these things easy to say but not necessarily so easy to do right correct you know um and there's yeah. a there's a definite learning curve for for doing 3d printing and you gotta have time you know um if you don't have oh. the time to, to really dig into it and and then what's your time worth a lot of time yeah a lot of shit. you can print. I, I I've seen him print a gun, and it takes him a whole day to mm-hmm. print it. Just to like halfway in, they'd be like, oh, "I fucked up. I, I had it too hot, or it was too cool, or mm-hmm. um, it's it, it didn't come out the way." So it's 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 an art. It's a fucking art, man. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, but it's a good thing that he's doing it. I mean, this right. it's another one of these things that I think everyone doesn't need to do, you know? Like, in the world that we're in, everyone doesn't need to do the same thing. We just need to, like, support each other. I think this is one of the things that we all fall short on. Like, everyone's trying to do everything. How about, we like, I find someone like yourself, Kevin Dixie, you know, Maj Ture. I find different folks out there that are training people. How about I uh, promote those people? Yeah. How about I help yeah. them out? How about I don't try to get into the training uh, business? Correct. You know, maybe I get some training, but I don't try to get into that business. Correct. I think this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand. We, you know, we can't just try to do everything and be everything because oh, this is hot, so I'm going to do it. You know, everything everything um, takes work. You know, I'm definitely not the first person to do a podcast. I'm not trying to stop anyone from jumping on the podcast bandwagon and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I did. But ultimately, in order to do anything, it takes a lot of work to do it. And what we need to do is say, hey, well, let me figure out how what I'm doing, I could help promote other people. So if someone's training, I should help promote them. If that person's training and they're like, hey, these guys, these here's the people helping promote me. This is how it should. This is how it should go. This is what like communities do. If you're the guy that knows how to uh, to to bend metal and make it into stuff, you become the blacksmith. Everyone pays you for that. If I know how to raise chickens and people want chicken wings, I make the chicken wings. I bring some chicken wings over to the blacksmith. <laughs> Correct. You know, yeah. I get some swords. <laughs> And and that's been the the killer the the kind of the the Achilles heel of the the gun community is everybody just wants to step on each other's toes. There's too much mm-hmm. ego in the gun community, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of makes sense, right? It's, it's a it's kind of a type A activity. Um, yeah. It kind of you know there's a lot of adrenaline and emotion involved with with pew pewing and and all that stuff and. Uh, but it, it translates it over into the the business side of it, 
Um, and then it turns into this wild, competitive, egotistical side where, and then this is where you get a lot of trainers um, who want to be activists, but they're not activists. They're mm-hmm. just sideline activists. Um, and, and do they, well, do they really need to be? This is the thing. Like, I think. Well, correct. Do, they don't need to be. If there's good activists out there, let's just support the activists. Correct. And, and that's that's the idea, mm-hmm. kind of to your point is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have these people who have a certain amount of influence uh, mm-hmm. in the training community saying, mm-hmm. oh, don't don't like this fucking activist isn't a good activist or. But like, mm-hmm. you don't know, like you're not the activist, right? You're mm-hmm. you're the trainer guy. Tell me who's a good trainer, and who's not a good trainer. Because right. uh, you're not the activist guy, and vice mm-hmm. versa. There's activists mm-hmm. that, that are kind of doing the other side of it, like, "Oh, this is a uh, the instructor to go." Like, well, you're not an instructor. Like, mm-hmm. you're not in your your lane. And I don't know if that's a correct statement or not. It just I'm just saying shit just in this mm-hmm. for the sake of saying shit right now. Mm-hmm. I'll evaluate that shit a little bit later mm-hmm. and see how I, I feel about that shit. But it, I feel mm-hmm. amazing about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, your your internet has gotten lot uh lots worse. Very. But, uh, yeah. Um, Very. A couple of things there, I would say. Uh, one, in the community, people need to be able to. We can still. We got to be able to talk about each other to some level. You know, as long as long as we have some measure of respect. <laughs> you know, right. it's. It, I think that part of it is um is all good. Um, Letitia says that uh, if Edgar three D printed, the machine would have been thrown into the street already. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. <laughs> The machine would have, you know, he would claim <laughs> that the machine is an anarchist and refusing. <laughs> refuse to fucking cooperate. Yeah, machine is like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, that would be all the machine's fault, not my fault. Yeah. In any way, the, shape, or form. I'm laughing because I like looking at Rick and Morty. <laughs> and I think Rick and Morty partially is a little bit of that, right? Like, I think if it, I, some people, a lot of gun guys out there, like, what the hell are you talking about? But uh, but you know Rick is a little bit of an anarchist himself, and there's a there's a thing where he like makes this robot, and the robot's like, "What's my purpose?" And he's like, "Your ro- your purpose is to serve butter." And the thing's like, Ugh. you know, it's mad because its purpose is to serve butter. It wants to do its own thing. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> this is this is the weird thing about that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the weird yeah, thing about I don't that. have the patience for that shit at all. Yeah, when the machines turn against us and we're like, you know, and we happen to be people who don't believe in order, let's say, which is not really true. I think you yeah. believe in order, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I believe in rules. I don't believe in rulers. Yeah, but when the yeah. machine is not doing your thing, how is it the machine's fault? Machines do specifically Correct. what they are programmed Correct. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a problem with a machine. The problem is the human being involved in that situation. It's the same Correct. exact thing as guns. So this is this is what I tell my students, uh-huh. uh, especially when they want to blame the gun for not doing what they think a gun's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, big, big like question that I ask them: like every time you have a problem, who's there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the obvious answer is well, me. Like every mm-hmm. time I have a problem. I am there. So every time right. you have a problem, you are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's yeah. nobody else to blame except you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the first thing I learned about computers, man. And I learned that a long time ago about computers. People still get mad at the computers. Even Lola like gets mad. I'm like, Lola, Lola. It's not. And I tease her. I'm like, you know, it's it's like your voodoo. 
your voodoo yeah. is messing up all of yeah. them. How come my voodoo? I'm more, she, this makes her so mad. <laughs> yeah, like being African. If I if I'm saying voodoo to her, it's like I'm saying I'm being racist, <laughs> right? But I'm just messing with her, and she's like, you know, what what what's the thing? But you know, it's like reality. At the end of the day, yeah. these things can only do what like what we tell them to do. So maybe the person right. who who made that thing, who programmed it, or whatever's flawed, or what you are doing yeah what you're doing yeah. is flawed so you know we just we just don't consider that so and that's why we need places like what was that place called bwe yeah uh to buy a few printers and and do it for people like myself mm -hmm. who don't know how to fucking 3d print i think so i really do think that the big to just to get back to a second about the 3d printing and not like yeah. spend because i don't want to spend my whole time talking about freaking atf i hate them they don't need to exist um correct but you know th this is where 3d printing is really powerful man this is how we change things and we develop things and we need to fight for people to have the right to invent stuff some guy out there in the middle of nowhere some young kid who is like, oh, 3D printer, you know, he gets it. Maybe he didn't even get it to make guns, but he gets it. He starts making things and then he comes up with something. This is how ideas happen, right? Maybe that person's in a community that tr everyone's trying to figure out, well, how do we accomplish this? And they're able to make their part to make rapid prototypes. We're already seeing the manufacturing industry using 3D printers for rapid prototyping. You know? Oh, it's so much easier to, to prototype with the 3D yeah. printers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This is where everything changes. But now the combination of someone like uh, Richard from BWE, who he's already an accomplished. I don't know. I think Richard is at, like somewhere between thirty and forty years of experience of making Jeez. guns and testing guns and making parts and all this kind of. Stuff. I mean, what's in what's in Richard's mind? Uh, you know, like Richard was sick. We almost lost him. We almost lost like a ton of knowledge and all that kind of stuff. So a guy like mm -hmm. that, with that knowledge, getting into 3D printing, the amazing opportunity there is if you have an idea and you don't have the time to print stuff or troubleshoot and figure out what's wrong, for, for what would have been a lot more expensive to do in the past, you could get together with someone like Richard from BWE Correct. and you can develop something. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah. and, uh, maybe even make your own gun, right? Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that talk shit about the, the big manufacturers. It's It's... The year's 2021, man. Like, mm -hmm. it's so much easier to to develop your own shit. Like, it's mm -hmm. so much easier to to start your own thing, to to create your own thing. Like, it, it just and there's teams of people like 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 you mentioned that that can help you with that. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is what I'm trying to encourage. I mean, honestly, this is like another thing that goes with that conversation of why is everyone trying to do everything? You know, I definitely don't want to do that. But I think like this is an amazing opportunity that we all have to put people together. And the idea is the things that the folks are like, hey, how come someone doesn't make this? And then someone says, you know what? I have an idea. Then we put that person might have a really good idea. No way to implement it. We put them over there with this person or this group of people. They develop something. They come up with a prototype and we're like, hey, that's good. Maybe we find a company that can buy in and manufacture that or we figure out hey you know what maybe maybe, maybe this these people can make this stuff and start selling it and you know it's a, it creates there this is why i don't have the mentality uh the scarcity mentality that a lot of people have 
right? I think you said it was poverty. I, I, I think that's true. But to me, it's scarcity. There's people yeah. who think that yeah. there's a scarcity of everything. And there's people Correct. who think there's an abundance of everything. Like I'm an overabundant person. And I think there's an overabundance of opportunities for us if we just figure out how to look at things in a different way. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and but again, it's that excusing that, uh, that we have in the gun community that we always were uses as to why we can't accomplish what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Hart said something that, that's, that's pretty interesting, and, and many other people said it as well, but the way mm-hmm. he said it was spectacular is like whether you're sitting at home feeling sorry for yourself mm-hmm. or you do the work, the same amount of time has elapsed. So either you're going to let a whole year go by mm-hmm. doing something or you're going to let a whole year go by feeling sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that that's true. I mean... I'd much rather spend a whole year doing something or um, just feeling sorry for myself because I'm mm-hmm. retarded and I don't know how to make the connects to mm-hmm. to make shit happen. Yeah. And, um, and, and also you don't have to win. I think that's, that's a very smart thing that you <laughs> yeah. said. Um, but people have this idea that they have to win. And if they feel... A lot of people feel like, oh, if I'm not going to win, then I'm not going to fight. I don't believe in that. I'm fighting you no Correct. matter what. I could lose. I don't care. I'm not afraid of losing. <laughs> Correct. And and, and um, not in, not to do the whole cliche thing, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's important, kind of just what you said right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Carrey uh, has an interesting story mm-hmm. about his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comedian idea, Jim, uh, Jim Carrey. He, yeah, the comedian Jim Carrey. Okay. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking weirdo, Jim Carrey. Right. Uh huh. Um, he talked about how his dad was an amazing comedian. Like he could have been one of the best comedians ever, but he was too afraid of trying. Mm-hmm. So he stuck to his day job because mm-hmm. it was sure and it was cushy until he got fired and let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and his message is like, you, you got an option. You can fail at the shit you hate. Um, like his dad did. He he mm-hmm. he took the, the safe route and he still failed. He, he yeah. still lost. He still got fired. He still lost his house. He still lost the car. Or you can fail at the shit you love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and that's that's some pretty powerful shit. They're like either way, yeah. there's probably gonna be failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you choose how you want to fail. Life ultimately is failure. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. like we're born yeah. into the world, and uh, you know, as a baby, as babies, we don't have very much power or anything like that, or like even not even coming into the world. But if we make it here, you know, if we don't get aborted or whatever happens to us and we make it here, um, yeah. especially considering how many freaking sperm we came from, because not all those <laughs> sperm are making it, right? All those hoops that you have to jump through to be here and then you feel like, yeah. like you have no power for lots of different reasons. What sex you were born, what, you know, what, yeah. what, what race you're in, what country you're in and all this kind of stuff. And you grow up, you become, you become uh, young people and you start feeling more powerful and all of that. And you start going after dreams. You start accomplishing things and all that, or maybe not accomplishing things, not taking risks, taking risks, doing all of that. Ultimately that leads to no matter what you do, your body starts failing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you start dying out of the world, right? You start getting older and you start, you know, you start degenerating, getting ready to leave the world. What's important somewhere in there is that you kicked off that thing of life again. <laughs> That's the Correct. important thing. Correct. The, you, you put those clones of you out there so that they could go through that cycle again. That's what makes us powerful. 
Hey, except don't have kids. If you have had kids, don't have kids. You no, do have kids. Own. Don't listen to Edgar. <laughs> What's he talking about? Edgar has Edgar has kids and awesome kids. I have four awesome kids. Yeah, Dad. one of them is kind of iffy. She's a little weird. They're all uh, weird. They're all weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm on a mission to make people not have kids, man. Really? Why? And you have four. I have four. Like it, it just. Oh man, I don't. We're almost done here, I think. But uh-huh. um, yeah. Well, why? Why though? If it, you have four. There's, there's, awesome. there's no. Yeah, I absolutely. They're amazing. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could go back all over again, and, and the unfortunate side of it is, is that I have this conversation with my kids, right? So, mm-hmm. and I hope they understand it intellectually, and they don't listen to it emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's my my wish. There is that they never listen mm-hmm. to this part of it emotionally, just intellectually. But if I can go back and do it all over again, I wouldn't have kids. Okay. Uh, one, you're you're bringing them into a world of uncertainty where there's 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 poverty there there's there's government and and wars and shit like that we don't know what mm-hmm. the future is going to hold for us uh the other side of it is there's a lot of e- emotional shit that that they get put through mm-hmm. that just doesn't make sense nowadays um so i i look at my life and and one of the big things that i've always told my mom is like i i never asked to be here like mm-hmm. you you chose to fuck and you chose to have me <laughs> and like you 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 chose to do this shit like i didn't ask to be here yeah and you chose so also I, unless you did artificial yeah, absolutely. insemination no, you no, made no. the same choice no absolutely yeah. absolutely but it was a mm-hmm. selfish thing that's the other thing having kids that's what is we a are. very selfish thing yeah. Very selfish. Thing. I would like, tell your kids, I, don't listen to you. Don't listen to you. Be an anarchist. Don't listen to him. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't know everything. Life is about strife. Strife makes human beings better. And yes, you're gonna suffer, and life is crazy, and you don't understand it, and you you're not gonna win, yeah, and well, stuff. Like I look, I I'm I'm afraid. I worry about my kids, but ultimately, yeah. I'm glad they're here. I'm glad that they're here, and I hope that they have. But why are you glad that that they're here? I'm glad that they're here because it, they are my opportunity to to have a direct effect on making the world a better place by taking care of them and guiding them and teaching them, nur- uh, nurturing them into the world. And I hope they pick up the baton where I leave it off and keep trying to make the world better. You know, my uh, my I don't agree with a lot of stuff with my dad, but my dad always told me, be better than me. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing. If I could say one thing to my kids over and over again, I'll say, "Be better than me." This is yeah, that's, that's, this is what that's it's all about. Kids only. That's kids only responsibility, right? Yeah. After yeah. at the end of the day, is be better than the parents. Be better than uh, us. Be better than us. Yeah. Make a better world, that's, but really better. Be be able to tell whether or not you're making the world better. Correct. So the problem with that, though, is that that's my own selfish desire mm-hmm. for what my kids should do. So again, mm-hmm. we, you continue the selfish. I had kids for a selfish reason. I wanted to fill a void in my life and I wanted yeah. like now to, you don't want share. anybody else to have kids for a selfish reason. That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, absolutely. For a selfish reason, you don't want anybody fucking, else. Get now. a puppy, get a fucking no, puppy. No, they bro. do the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, puppies are not the same. I love dogs, all of that, but dogs are not the same. They are not equal to your children. If people could tell themselves that if they want to, that is some kind of that's some kind of malady 
of the brain for you to tell yourself that a dog and i have friends who do that and i <laughs> yeah, love them yeah, but it's not yeah. the same bro <laughs> no 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 i know it's, it's not, not. <laughs> no i know it's not but it, it's still a very selfish act to have kids we, we could probably talk about this for, sure. for a very long time because it's I a very philosophical conversation yeah. i agree um yeah it, it yeah. and it's a very interesting one too yeah um absolutely next time we need to do that next time we need to do that yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna i know like there's something going on with your internet uh i'm gonna mine at some point it's gonna start messing up here if i don't actually get off but i i think it's a great conversation i appreciate all the people out there joining us as well as john crump coming in i hope you guys go support him tomorrow at 10 p.m eastern he has a show i'm gonna try to like do something for a couple of seconds and be out maybe perhaps i don't like committing to anything here um but uh edgar tell the folks out there how they can support you what places they can go to to follow up and find out more about what you do uh two main places that is gunsforeveryone.com and then the other one is gfenational.com that is the national organization which is basically an alternative to the nra for training um so if you want to become an instructor or if you want to take some some good classes that's gfenational.com we have uh instructors all over the u.s uh but gunsforeveryone.com gfenational.com awesome awesome cool so everyone stay right there i'm gonna run in the end and come right back and edgar's gonna hit us with the words of wisdom let him get the last words and then we'll be out of here until next week um Big shout out to Franklin Armory uh, for them uh, sponsoring us. I really appreciate them. As well as the dudes from U.S. Law Shield. Check the description. You guys can sign up for U.S. Law Shield through our lake. You can save some money. Plus, you can put a little, a little couple shekels in our pockets. Uh, we appreciate everyone that's been here this week and all you guys joining us. Smash those thumbs ups if you can. I'm going to run in the end and be right back here in a sec. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. If you're listening to us, we rip this audio out and we throw it up on iTunes and all the other places you get your audio podcasts. People listening to us around the world. It's awesome to see um, every day all the folks who are listening to us in all the different places, as well as everyone here in America. I really do appreciate Edgar and Tillion coming in here from uh, Guns for Everyone. Edgar, hit us with uh, your words of wisdom, sir. Uh, first off, I appreciate you having me, and reminder, don't have kids. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That's, that's, that's my word of wisdom. Until next time. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. Okay, he's got that. He's got that. We're out of here. Thanks so much, Edgar. Thanks to all you guys. We'll see you next week. Be safe. Peace.